So the big question is this, how can we understand more about finance-related topics that do not come with hidden agenda? In our podcast, In The Know with TGI, we seek to discuss some financial myths or topics that are close to your hearts in an objective manner. Whether you are a new or seasoned investor, there will be something that you will be able to learn to improve on your financial literacy and investment journey. It's finance, made simple for you. Hi, welcome to In The Know with TJI, a financial podcast series brought to you by the Joyful Investors. I'm your host, Cathy. And today, we'll be talking about some money hacks for those who are in your 20s can adopt, even if you are not in your 20s, and find some of these tips relevant to your phase of life. Feel free to tune in and continue listening. So, when talking about people in their 20s, it's mostly about entering new phases of life such as graduating and getting a new job or chasing a promotion or trying to find a new house or starting a family. Mm. The 20 period is full of exciting new opportunities and changes, which I admit can still be scary at times. So to all our youthful listeners out there, there are some tips that may help you make sense of your new financial responsibilities and capital inflow. A major change that comes with a new stable income is that you now have purchasing power and the ability to essentially buy the things that you want to buy. This all sounds very exciting for sure, but it can also be very easy to slip up and rate up some debts in the process whether they are small or large amounts. One thing that I was excited to own when I found this kind of independence was a credit card, which allowed me to spend more than what I could essentially afford, thinking that I could pay the next month when my salary comes in. The ability to spend really has its pros and cons, but one thing to really keep in mind was to avoid debt. When talking about the bad kind of debt to avoid, we are not really talking about bank loans to fund university or a housing loan. It's more of the debt that you incur when includes compounding interest and it's really just a byproduct of overspending. Stay out of bad debts, avoid it like the plate, keep living expenses low. It doesn't mean that you have to immediately get rid of your credit cards. A simple way I found is to keep accumulated credit to a single card and lower the credit limit to be within my means. The credit limit really helps to keep you in check, especially on days when you feel as though you are tempted to spend more than you really need to. By keeping most of my expenses to a single card, I'm also able to efficiently accumulate my cash back or points that can be used for redemption in the future. So that's my hack for a very common 20s debt. So if you think about it, compounding debt interest can amount to a huge sum over time. Similarly, if we reverse that, the same logic applies to investing. Compounding returns in investments can help you to reap great rewards in the long run. So it's good to start investing early when you can. These days, 
Robo advisors are very popular because of the easy to use interface and how low maintenance they are. If you are starting to invest in for the first time, perhaps you can start off with robo advisors to have a feel of investing before moving on to maintaining your DIY investment portfolio. But there's a common pitfall that I want to share with you guys today. It's really heartening to see how robo advisors make the investment journey so much easier. As with all products and matters, there are always two sides to a coin. So what I notice is that many investors are inclined to over-rely on the user-friendly platforms and dive straight into investing without knowing too much about what they are buying or how they can manage their risk. The other day, I was scrolling through Sydney Committee Group and I saw people asking about why are they seeing losses and big declines in their profits on the robo-advisor accounts. By the way, for any of our listeners who do not know, Sidley is Singapore's biggest personal finance community where you can interact and share views on personal finance and investings. So if you recall, there was a market correction in late February, so many would have seen a hit on their portfolio. This applies to investment portfolios on robo-advisors as well. So for the investors who do not know about this, it could have led to unnecessary panic. Yeah, so regardless of whether you are doing your own DIY investment portfolio or using robo-advisors, gaining more investment knowledge is something that is unavoidable and essential. If you find it daunting to start, you can motivate yourself by pacing your learning and start bit by bit. You may find that it is less overwhelming this way. Something else that I would like to talk about is, I guess, pretty relatable, especially to those in the younger end of our spectrum. It is insurance. This is probably a tender and rip age for many to become interested in finance and become financial advisors or insurance agents while schooling. Well, I wasn't one of them. I'm sure many of you can agree that if you are not the one selling, then you are targeted to be the one to buy. Insurance is definitely an essential part of future security. Not just for ourselves, but also for our family. But it really pays to be cautious when there are so many new insurance schemes popping up like wild glass. It's a headache to choose and also a headache to do your own research and the so-called easy way many of you will go for would be to just trust in your friend or anyone with amazing persuasive techniques. But the easy way is also the lazy way which we really shouldn't follow. It's important to be wary and know what you prioritize in an insurance plan and what you should buy that is in line with your phase of life right now. So I think that what our new face newbie millennials can do is to not place blind faith into someone without doing our own research. Having inexperience in finance management probably makes you a more likely target for permit schemes and scams by those who just want a signature on their commissions. I think a great way to start learning and building up experience is to use some platforms 
that we may already expose to. For example, like Sydney, Dollars and Cents, or even Reddit. Many platforms give you alternative perspectives that can be good for a holistic evaluation of anything that you are committing your finances to. I think that we are also in this era and culture where generosity is highly valued. We harp a lot on the idea of giving, which I mean is very heartwarming, especially in times of difficulties. Although it's also easy for us to think of money as the way to the hearts of others. We spend excessively on a gift for all occasions, eating out at expensive places on the weekends just for the gram. I think what millennials have to remember is that you can't buy relationship with money. While money does make things a little easier, there's no need to burst your budget for your friends when you clearly can't afford it. Okay, think about it now. When you look back at all the time spent with loved ones, do you remember how expensive the food or gift was? Or are you smiling because of all the loves that your company bought to you? Experiences are more valuable than anything else. So trade out a fancy restaurant for a special sunset picnic with your group of friends. Equally aesthetic and easy on the wallet. Well, I personally really love having picnics with my friend at Marina Barrage. The view is fantastic. To the one who are asking for some money hacks in your 20s, kudos for eagerly trying to do something with your personal finance. This is undoubtedly the greatest hack of all, adopting a growth mindset. You can say that all money hacks won't work unless you are motivated and hungry for progress. And if you think you aren't motivated at all, just think about how dedicated you were in finding BB Low in Google Pay. Take this into all financial aspects of your life. Be willing to try, learn, and be open to new opportunities and advice. Never try budgeting? Now is the time. What about using an Excel sheet to check your expenses? Let's see if that works for you. Be aware of your own strengths and weaknesses, but don't beat yourself out when things don't go as planned. It's all trial and error when mistakes are made. You know that certain things are just not for you or your forte. Take them as events that have helped you to learn to become a more financially savvy youth. It's really this positive attitude that combines with the 20s energy that brings you forward building a stronger financial portfolio. So I think that wraps up today's episode and I hope that this episode has given you a little push in the right direction on how to navigate this exciting period of your life. Remember to stay debt free, do your research and stay hungry. That's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you would like to be in the loop for more money and investing hacks, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at The Joyful Investors. You can also join our Telegram community group t.me slash The Joyful Investors. So see you in the next episode of In The Know With TJI. Goodbye.